All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Total Information AM on KMOX with Carol Daniel. I'm Tom Ackerman. Governors of several Midwestern states are pushing the federal government to eliminate a waiver that would allow more corn-based ethanol to be included in gasoline. And that push could cause higher prices for consumers at the pump. Current fuel uses up to 10% ethanol. The farm lobby and governors would like 15% to be available. Those blends need to be on a level playing field to be used. So the waiver that the 10% blend enjoys would need to go away. The governors want this to happen sooner rather than later. Oil refineries want to hold off for a bit, and it's all in the EPA's hands at this point. To explain this complex situation, Bloomberg reporter Chunzi Shu in Houston. Thank you very much for being with us. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's a little confusing. So why does one blend of ethanol gasoline get a waiver and not the other? Well, I think um, E10 is uh, E10 is the, the main grade of gasoline, um, and the, the the waiver that it enjoys allows the the wide use of it, or, or rather, the lack of waiver for E15 has blocked its its widespread use. Um, I think the the waiver allows allows some gasoline to be so, some ethanol to be put into the gas uh, to to the fuel. So a 15% blend means more corn needed. Uh, to supply refiners, obviously, correct? Well, the the, the corn uh, the, the corn ethanol is added at the blending at the blending stage, so after it comes out of, of the refinery, but it all goes into the finished fuel. Okay, so here's a question: Why are there so few gas stations that sell E15? Well, because E15 requires separate tanks and pumps, and these are pretty significant investment in infrastructure and for a fuel that's kind of not, that that is not um, as popular as E10. A lot of retailers just don't have the money to to invest in that kind of infrastructure to to offer it. Right now, around only around 2% of all gas stations in the country offer it. Um, and another hurdle for E15 is that a lot of auto warranties don't cover the use of it. So that's kind of putting a limit on the consumer demand for E15 and therefore not, not a lot of retailers um, and, offer it right now. And does that explain to why refiners may want to hold off a bit on the change? Well, um, refiners are kind of pushing for a delay because um, we're talking about a transition to summer grade gasoline that's happening in a matter of weeks. Um, and there's and, and to to produce this lower volatility um, blend stock that that can accommodate the 15% ethanol would require some retooling at the refinery and at the pipeline companies and at the storage companies and every everybody who handles who needs to prepare to adjust to adapt to handle a new grade of gasoline and there's just not enough time. Uh, for that to happen in the next few weeks and to a, a decision this late in the season to change this specification could lead to su- supply disruptions and possible price spikes. I mentioned at the beginning that the governors are governors of Midwestern states, several of them. 
why would any change affect at the pump uh, prices for Midwestern drivers only? Well, because the this uh, new grade would only be um, would only be for for these states who uh, who have demanded it. So you could be driving from um, from Ohio to Indiana and then over over to Illinois, and then you all the, the three states will have different grades of of, of fuel. And I know a lot of people listening will recall we've talked about this a great deal of, since the pandemic that so many refineries closed during the pandemic and restarting is certainly uh, you just can't flip a switch. We've been told here on KMOX. So how many are still shut down and is the restarting still an issue? Is staffing still an issue? Yeah. So we saw around uh, 6% or a million barrels a day of uh, refinery capacity shut down uh, since 2020 and that is permanent shutdown. So those are not coming back. And we're, we're having some uh, refineries that, that have idled come back, one on the East Coast in particular, um, but that's, that's not making up for the, the permanent loss of capacity. And, yes, that's, that's kind of a, a big factor of why we, we saw uh, pump prices go above $5 a, a gallon last, last summer, and consumers were responding as well. They, they stopped driving as much. They cut back as much as they could. And that's kind of had a moderating effect um, on, on prices as well, right now, what we're seeing is the the re- refining capacity was hit in the in the um, in the winter storm at the end of last year. A lot a lot of those on the Texas Gulf Coast are only are slowly coming back and still still having hiccups. And but after we get over this hump in uh, in a couple of weeks, I think we're in pretty good shape going into into spring. Certainly compared compared with last year, we've built us we've built up some in- some inventory uh, over the past couple months. And what is your understanding as to why some of the refineries are shut down permanently? Um, it's because, well, the uh, overnight uh, at the start of the pandemic in March, April 2020, we saw gasoline and jet fuel demand plummet. And that's kind of was a big burden on the refiners, especially the smaller refineries. The refineries that are heavy jet, that, that make more jet, like the ones on the West Coast, or are under pressure to convert to renewable fuels, um, those less efficient, less profitable plants got shut down pretty much right away. And also, I think a, a big factor that's kind of weighing on the refining industry in, in general is the, the long-term decline of gasoline demand. Um, U.S. gasoline demand has pretty much peaked in in 2018, and uh, now we're just on we're just on the way down going forward. Bloomberg's Chunzi Shu, I really appreciate your time on KMOX. Thank you. Thank you. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.